takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked on Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today as we talk Islanders hockey, and thank you for making Locked on Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. Uh, We'll have the latest on the Islanders' line combinations, health situation, and you know, who's who's on the COVID list? Who's on the taxi squad? We'll try to get to all of that on today's show. We also have a full preview of tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres at the UBS Arena. Fingers crossed that this one remains on. We'll talk a little bit about the World Junior Championships. They have been postponed. And we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more all coming up on today's episode. If you got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So uh, check that out for instant analysis and insight. And it's always great to interact with fans at any time, but especially during Islanders games. So, a couple of quick uh, notes. Tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres does appear to be a go. Uh, Some sources telling me that the reason for yesterday's cancellation against Detroit had more to do with the Red Wings situation than it did with the Islanders situation. And that is almost hard to believe because the Islanders had at least as of yesterday, seven players on the COVID reserve list. But bottom line, uh, the Islanders game against Buffalo, as of my time recording this, which is Wednesday evening, uh, as of right now, it looks like all systems are go. The Islanders do have a morning skate and a uh, you know, press conferences scheduled for tomorrow, uh, Thursday morning, by the time you listen to this today. So at least as of Wednesday evening, it looks like all systems are go for Thursday's game against Buffalo. Can't say the same, however, about the World Junior Championships. Let's touch briefly on that before we get to the Islanders and their health situation. The 
too many games had already been forfeited. Team USA had to forfeit a game. It got to the point where it just wasn't going to be a fair and competitive tournament anymore. So they postponed it. Couldn't do it safely is the bottom line. And let's hope that that is not an indicator of things to come for the National Hockey League. But I think they did the made the right choice to shut down the World Junior Championships under the circumstances. And now, obviously, we will not see that and there will be no uh, announced or anything like that as this year's tournament has been canceled. Now we have a situation where the Islanders got to put a team together for tonight's game. And that's not going to necessarily be easy. Let's start with the taxi squad because they have five players on the taxi squad as of right now. And I think most of them make sense. You have mostly veteran types on the taxi squad and a couple of younger players. You have Simon Holmstrom, Cole Bardrow, Grant Hutton, Austin Zarnick, and Michael Dalcole. And, you know, Holmstrom is re- and Hutton are the two youngsters. And then you have, you know, Zarnick, Dalcole, and Bardrow are older players who, you know, certainly will give you the best to step in and try to uh, give you a few games. Now, the Islanders should be getting Robin Salo and Matt Martin back on the active roster, should be in time for the game tonight, and that is good news. And again, you still have a number of players in the COVID protocol, Kyle Palmieri, Ryan Pulak, still injured and not yet available for the team. So right now, you've got Bavillier, Clutterbuck, Parise, and Wallstrom, and Brock Nelson all out on COVID protocols. Matt Barzal should be available for the New York Islanders. And... You know, here's the thing that maybe a lot of people don't think about. You got to put together line combinations. Let's start with that. Not necessarily easy. Barry Trotz has some tough decisions to make. Uh, They don't have their four regular centers. I guess Zarnik will fill in at center for Brock Nelson. Uh, But not a lot of offensive centers right now. You go Matt Barzal, I guess J.G. Pajot, would, it would make sense to move him up to the second line. You go Zarnik and Sezikis, uh over there. Kiefer Bellows probably steps up to the second line as well. You still could have Sezikis and Martin back. Not sure if Clutterbuck will be available right away. Dal Cole could be in the lineup with Pajot and Bellows, and then I guess you would have Ross Johnston, Austin Zarnick, and Cole Bardrow as a line. Not going to provide necessarily a lot of offense, but there's a lot of grit and sandpaper in a line like that. But again, from an Islander's perspective, do you have enough players who could put the puck in the net? And how perfect will this team need to be defensively against Buffalo in order to win the game you know, two to one or three to two under the circumstances. So not going to be necessarily easy. 
but the Islanders will field a team and, you know, hopefully everything goes well tonight. And I'll, I'll say this from my perspective. It is wonderful to even just think about one more Islander game that the Islanders are finally going to get back on the ice and play a little hockey with COVID and the Omicron variant being so uh, widespread right now and so contagious. It is, you know, you take it one day at a time. And if this game gets played, I don't know if that means Saturday's game against Edmonton will necessarily be played. We'll see. We'll keep our fingers crossed, but you got to take it one game at a time because you just don't know what's going to be. When we get back, we have a full preview of tonight's scheduled game against the Buffalo Sabres. We'll break down the Sabres and talk about what the Islanders need to do to beat them. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more all coming up on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, but Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet, Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad that you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you, you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On, one word, at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Want to thank you once again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And let's break down the Buffalo Sabres, who, by the way, after having most of their recent games postponed, are currently playing the uh, New Jersey Devils. Devils ahead 2 to nothing midway through the first period as of right now when I'm recording this. So... Buffalo, after a break for the holidays and for COVID and everything else, they're going to be playing a back-to-back game tomorrow while the Islanders will be very well rested with having a week plus off as a result of the holiday break and games postponed by COVID. Buffalo, a team that is struggling, they're 10 15 and 5, 25 points in 30 games. But you look at the numbers, goals scored 24th in the league, goals against 28th in the league. Neither of those categories looking all that promising. The power play is 18th, the penalty kill 16th, so right around the middle there. And I'll say this, one player who is playing well, who Trivia question, who is the leading point-getter right now on the Buffalo Sabres? Answer, a very familiar name to Islander fans, 
I'm talking about Kyle Oposo, the former first-round pick of the Islanders who played so well for the team for so many years. Injuries slowed Kyle down for a few seasons, but now he is back and leads the team with 20 points in 30 games, 6 goals and 14 assists. Jeff Skinner has 9 goals, Dylan Cousins 8, Tag Thompson has 10 uh, to uh, lead the team. Uh, Kyle Oposo leads with 14 assists, followed by Rasmus Dahlin and Victor Olofsson. They each have 12. Rasmus Asplund has 10 assists. So, again, those are the leaders right now for the Buffalo Sabres. But, again, like every other team in the league, tough to figure out necessarily who's going to be available and who's not. Here are the line combinations as of last night's game against the Devils. The top line for Buffalo, Tate Thompson with John Jason Paterka and Alan Tuck. That's the top line. On the second unit for Buffalo, R2 Ritzelainen is the center. Rasmus uh, Asplund and Victor Olofsson on either side of him. Peyton Krebs centers the third line with Brett Murray and Kyle Loposo on his wings. And the fourth line, Cody Eakin, Anders Bjork, and John Hayden. On defense, Rasmus Dahlin and and uh, Henri uh, Jokaharju are the top pairing. Mark uh, Syke is paired with Casey Fitzgerald on the second unit. And the third defense pair is Ethan Prow and Will Butcher. As far as the goaltenders are concerned, and there are injuries and there are COVID issues, uh, Uko Pekka Lukanen is the starter to, uh, uh, on Wednesday night, which means that Malcolm Subban, who was the backup, is likely to get the nod against the Islanders. As far as injuries are concerned, goalie Craig Anderson on the IR. Casey Middlestat on the IR. Robert Hag listed as out, uh, but not on the IR. And then on the COVID list, Jeff Skinner, Dylan Cousins, Zegmis Gergesens, uh, Vinny Hinestroza, and Mark Jankowski. They are all on the COVID list in the COVID protocols. And whether or not they will be eligible to come back in time for tonight's game remains to be seen. Here is an opportunity for the New York Islanders. Now, again, they were originally supposed to play in Buffalo on Monday. That game was canceled. But you had Buffalo-Detroit-Buffalo originally on the schedule. Now you just have Buffalo, the one game tonight. But you have to take advantage. The Sabres have been struggling. They got off to a pretty good start this year, but they've cooled off recently and have not been playing great hockey as of late. Again, sort of difficult with all of these interruptions to the season to figure out, you know, with any kind of continuity what's going on with most NHL teams. But, you know, the losses have piled up, basically, for the Buffalo Sabres and you know, that's that's always an issue for them. You, you've had four games postponed before that. Their last game before last night's game against New Jersey, a 3-2 to loss in Pittsburgh. 
They won their previous two games in Minnesota and in Winnipeg before that. But, you know, you had a losing streak of five games before that, where, you know, starting in the month of December, they lost their first five games, the first two on the road in Florida and in Carolina, and then losses at home against Anaheim, the Rangers, and the Capitals. Scoring goals has been a little bit of an issue for Buffalo, especially in recent weeks. So here's the situation. The Islanders, as we know, with their lineup constituted the way it is, they're going to struggle to score as well. And the play of guys like a Josh Bailey and a Matthew Barzal and a, a Kiefer Bellows, these are uh, Anders Lee. These are guys that are going to have to step up and put pucks in and on net in order to get this offense going. Noah Dobson hopefully can contribute and the Islanders can move forward and, and get enough offense to win this hockey game. I'll tell you, I don't think this will necessarily be a pretty game. Both teams dealing with a lot of players unavailable because of COVID, line combinations compromised, and, and rosters are about, uh, you know, 20, 25 to 33% filled with AHL-level players or taxi squad players. But you know what? It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for Michael Dalcole to step in and say, you know what? I belong in the NHL, and this is what I can do. Uh, Cole Bardrow, who we know, you know, had that one goal, which was his first NHL goal, a game winner on a penalty shot a couple of years back against Ottawa. It's a chance for him to show the coaching staff, hey, I can contribute when you need me to, and anytime something like this happens again, I'm here and I'm ready. Uh, there are players, even Kiefer Bellows, who is trying to establish himself as an everyday part of this lineup. These are chances for players like this to step up and get the job done and show that they have what it takes. So, look, all of sports, college football, the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL, and we saw what happened with the World Juniors, all of these sports are dealing with COVID and the fallout of it, and hockey is not immune. The Islanders have to find a way to use that next-man-up mentality and get the job done against the Buffalo Sabres. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day and some more thoughts about tonight's game against Buffalo. All that and more on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON, that's one word, LOCKED ON, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. 
Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And yeah, this is a slightly obscure one, but, you know, I like mixing in the obscure players with the well-known players. Uh, Happy 50th birthday to former Islanders center Chris Marinucci. Marinucci, drafted by the Islanders in the fifth round back in 1990, spent four seasons at the University of Minnesota Duluth, and made his Islanders debut during the lockout-shortened 1994-95 season, played 12 games with the Islanders, one goal, five points, uh, had two penalty minutes, and was a minus one. Uh, Then went back to the Islanders affiliate, the Denver and Utah Grizzlies, the next two years before moving on to play one game for the LA Kings. That was the last game of his NHL career. Later on, played in the IHL in Japan, in Germany, in Sweden, and finished his career in the ECHL. So, 13 games in his NHL career. We're going to go back and look at what was the most memorable for Chris Marinucci. And we're going to take you back to April 24th. 1995, Islanders hosting the Boston Bruins at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Blaine uh, Lachey, the goalie for the Bruins, Tommy Soderstrom in net for the Islanders, and it was Boston getting on the board first. Chris Luongo off for cross-checking for the Islanders. Matt Naslin pots his seventh of the year. John Roloff and Alexei Kasatanov with the assist at 145. Boston leading the Islanders early, one to nothing. But the Islanders tie it in the closing minute of the opening period. Ziggy Palfi, who else back then? His eighth of the year from Bob Beers at 19-19 after the first period, all even at one and one. In the second, the Islanders took the lead. Pat Flatley, his seventh from Ray Ferraro and Kirk Muller at 3.02. And then, less than two minutes later, Ray Ferraro, his 20th from Jan Kaminsky and Dean Chenouth at 4.45. After 40 minutes, Islanders up 3-1. But the Bruins got back into it early in the third with Matthew Schneider off for hooking Adam Oates, his 11th from Don Sweeney and Ted Donato at 6.06. Cut the Islanders' lead to just one goal. That made it a 3-2 hockey game. But Matthew Schneider answers for the Isles. His sixth, Derek King and Ziggy Palfi with the assist at 7.57. And then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Chris Marinucci. His first career NHL goal from Scott Lachance and Pat Flatley at 12.09. Boston added a late goal. Brent Hughes, his sixth from Brett Harkins and Jamie Huscroft. Uh, uh, at 16:09, but the Islanders skate away with a 5-3 win in this game. Tommy Soderstrom, 30 saves to earn the victory. And as for Chris Marinucci, our Islanders' birthday of the day, the one goal, plus one, two shots on goal in this one. And that was the first and only goal of his brief NHL career. So again, uh, we want to wish uh, a very... Happy 50th birthday, one day late. His birthday was Wednesday to former Islanders center Chris Marinucci, the native of Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Uh, 
is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I, for one, am just so glad to have Islanders hockey back tonight. I hope. Fingers crossed. Can't, you know, like I say, uh, you know, it ain't over till it's over. It isn't done till it's done. But so far, all systems go. And just great to have hockey back. I hope the NHL can do a good job of keeping everybody safe and figuring out a way to finish this season relatively on time. You've got the three weeks from the Olympic break. And, you know, unfortunately, COVID is not going to hit all these teams equally. It's going to hit some teams harder at some times than others. The Islanders, we know, have been particularly hard hit. But this is one of those random things, almost like injuries. It's out of your hands. So no one is going to feel sorry for the Islanders, except maybe fans. Uh, and the players have to step up, get the job done, and hopefully that is something that they can and will do. Time to put together some wins in order to get back into the playoff hunt. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back tomorrow with a with our key takeaways from the game against Buffalo and a preview of Saturday's game against Edmonton if uh, that game continues to be on the schedule. So fingers crossed on that. We'll also have some thoughts to close out the year as tomorrow will be our last podcast of 2021. And what a crazy year it's been. Until then... Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy the game tonight. Let's go Islanders.